1: This week on the show, our pop culture shout-outs, a look at the new Disney Plus movie, Flora and Ulysses, and our weekly fortune cookie readings. It's the first week of March 2021, and you are listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back! This week, as always, we're joined by our co-hosts, Brian. Hello. And Linnea. Hello. Let's start off
2: today's show with our pop culture references from the week. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. So one thing I wanted to talk about is that there's a new vaccine out, and it's called the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and for this one you only need to take one shot, (laughs) so that's exciting. Right now it's only for 18 years and older though, so hopefully kids will get a vaccine soon.
1: Also it has a much less complicated name than most of the other ones. And that's yeah. even more
2: exciting.
3: <laughs> so Johnson Johnson is less complicated than Moderna or Pfizer?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, how do you even pronounce it? Just this? a name and a name.
3: A name and a name. Johnson Johnson, yeah. So uh so are you excited because it's one shot rather than two?
2: Yeah, that's nice.
3: Okay. Because you like shots so much, right?
2: <laughs> Pointy needles are Linnea's favorite things. <laughs> uh shuss. they used to scare me, they don't really scare me as much as I used to, but now I'm scared of getting my blood tested
3: Oh Really, why is that?
2: I don't know. It feels really weird.
3: Does it happen often? When's the last time you had your blood tested? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Where did this come from? So
2: in, Are you worried about your blood fifth, being tested? In fifth grade, mom took me to, like, get my blood tested, and, like, they, they stuck a the needle into my arm, and it was it just felt so weird, and now I'm going to have to get my blood tested again the next time I go to the doctor, and I'm not looking forward to it.
3: Hmm. I don't think they do that every time.
2: No, but it's been like two years, and so I'm gonna have to do it.
3: Oh, Okay. All right. Well, we know one of Linnea's phobias now.
2: <laughs> I, I remember when I had to get her blood tested. They had to see if my blood was fat.
3: Was fat? Yeah. Oh.
2: Okay. I have fat a blood.
3: I guess because we're feeding you too much fat. Is that <laughs> <it>? <laughs> All right. So one shot vaccine. Yeah, that is, that is pretty cool though, because it. It uh, helps people. They don't have to go back and schedule a second appointment, which I think is a big problem right now. People getting their first shot and then not coming back for their second one. Who wants to go next?
1: I think I'll go next. My pop culture reference of the week is actually Pokemon once again, because they can't stop announcing amazing things. So this week, they actually announced two separate games that the Pokemon community has been waiting for. Like, a really long time. They're both in the Sinnoh region, which the Pokemon fanbase has been waiting for remakes of for a really long time. And one of them is actually pretty unexpected, because it takes place in the past, and it's an open-world Pokemon game. That's very cool.
3: So now when you say games, are these like an iPhone game or a computer game or what, what kind of game?
1: They are Nintendo Switch games. Oh, okay, Switch games, cool. But they can also be on the computer, too.
3: Mm, they're coming out for both?
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Fun. And I suppose you want to get them right away, huh?
1: Yes, but <laughs> <laughs> they're both coming out later. Like, the open world one is coming out in early 2022.
3: So. Oh, so we've got a while to wait. They've just, yeah. Okay. They only announced them. They're not ready yet. Yeah. Well, but, that's...
1: But there is Pokemon Snap, a new version of it, that's coming out in, like, a month. So. And
3: that's the picture one where you Yeah, it's the picture
1: one where you take pictures of Pokemon.
3: Okay, and what, so for us older folks, what is the excitement of that game? Because to me, just running around taking pictures of things doesn't sound intriguing, but what, what's intriguing about it to you?
1: The intriguing thing is, like, just f- photography, and you get to, like, look at what the Pokemon world is like in a more vibrant environment and how they interact with each other. Also, there are multiple different things that you can use to spice up what the Pokemon are doing and stuff.
3: Okay, now is this also a Switch game, or is this an iPhone game? It is game also or? a
1: Switch game.
3: Okay, so do you walk around with your Switch, or do you just sit there and sort of move in the virtual world?
1: There, it's you just sit there and you move.
3: Okay, all right. So you can explore mountains or yeah, beaches, or you
1: like move your Nintendo Switch, okay. and in the game you like are riding on a little cart. Oh, and you have a photo camera. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, well, when you get it, you'll have to show me, and maybe we'll do a review on it. Maybe. Yeah. We've talked about reviewing some computer games. All right, so my turn, my uh, my little pop culture thing that I found is that, uh, so this episode is going to be coming out on March 1st. March 2nd is the birthday of Theodore Geisel, who is more commonly known as Dr. Seuss. It would have been his 117th birthday. He wrote many, many kids' books, many of which I've read to you two when you were much smaller. Do you remember yes. Dr. Seuss books? Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite one at all? Mm,
2: no, they were all pretty I good. I like the Oh, the Places You'll Go one.
3: Oh, yeah, Oh, well, the Places You'll Go. That's a good one. I
2: thought that one was pretty. Redfish, bluefish, one fish, two fish. Yeah,
3: that's a good one. <laughs> I always liked Hop on Pop because it just sounded like fun. Hop on
2: Pop. <laughs> I remember that one. It's, it's I like the one where there's like one character... Named, like, Morton, I think, and he has to, like, watch over some bird's baby because the bird's migrating. Well,
3: <laughs> I don't remember that one offhand. I'm sure I read it.
2: Maybe his name was Horton. I don't know. Well, there
3: was Horton Here's a Who.
2: Oh, yeah, I think... I That's about an
1: elephant. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's about an elephant who hears stuff.
3: All right. So, moving on. Our topic this week is... The movie Flora and Ulysses, which came out on Disney Plus about a week or so ago. We watched it. The movie is based on a 2013 book by Kate DiCamillo. Uh, Did you know that Kate DiCamillo lives here in Minneapolis? Mm. Yeah, so she's local. This movie stars uh, Matilda Lawler as Flora Buckman, who's a 10-year-old girl. stars Alison Hannigan as Phyllis Buckman, her mom. And Ben Schwartz as George Buckman, her father. So right off the bat, uh, reactions. What'd you think? Comments?
1: It was a normal movie. I wouldn't say it was good or bad. It was just more normal than anything. It was a mediocre movie.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to agree. It felt like just a standard, run-of-the-mill Disney movie, and and not that. And some Disney movies are really, really good, and others are kind middle of middle-of-the-road, and this one just seemed like a middle-of-the-road movie.
1: This one will probably just be like one that people will watch when they don't really know what to watch. I,
3: I wish they would have worked on the script more. Now, now, have either of you read the book at all?
1: No. No.
3: No, yeah, and I and I didn't even realize there was a book, so that was new to me, but I was wondering if you guys read it, and apparently you haven't. So I'm wondering how different the movie is from the book. Maybe we could check that out sometime. But Evan, you were commenting to me earlier about how the previews made it look. Compare the previews, what you thought, to the actual movie.
1: Yeah, the previews actually made it look like it was going to be like more action and stuff like that instead of them just like running around and doing weird stuff for most of the movie.
3: Yeah, I have to agree. The preview makes it look like this is going to be a superhero squirrel movie, which it arguably is, but pretty much everything superheroish that the squirrel did in the movie was in the trailer, which then leaves, you know, and if the trailer is only three minutes, it leaves an hour and a half of, of non-superhero <laughs> squirrel stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I kind of felt the trailer really misrepresented what the movie was.
1: Yeah, if the trailer, like, showed that there was less action, I would probably be more interested when the movie came out because I would know what it would
2: be like. What do you think, Linnea? I like that the voice actor from Steven Universe for Sadie was in it.
3: I'm trying to remember her name. It's it's like Christine Michui. Uh, You'll have to forgive me, I don't know her. But yep, yep, the voice actor from Sadie. The Donut Girl played the
1: Donut Girl. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was true. Yeah,
3: she owned the Donut Shop in Steven Universe, and she was the waitress at the Donut Shop in this uh, little town. So a quick rundown. The the story is of a 10-year-old girl. Her parents are separated, not living together. Her mother is a romance novelist writer. Her father is a cartoonist who draws superhero comics, and she's, she's always seeing superheroes, which I think is a cool idea, but it just didn't come to fruition in this movie. So she sees a squirrel get sucked up by a vacuum cleaner, and apparently this near-death experience caused the squirrel to gain some kind of superpowers—the
1: ability to type, the ability I to guess. type
3: and write poetry, and every once in a while it can fly and he has, has
1: super strength. Super it's strength. D- it's just very hard to explain how a vacuum would have done
2: that. I don't understand how he's able to read and Does write. Does the vacuum have? <laughs> Like, radiation in it or something?
3: Yeah, it was never really explained. Not that it has to be, but once again, I think the writing of the script could have been better. What would you think of the cast?
1: It's it's good. Very good.
3: As, as much as I thought the movie itself was mediocre, I thought that the main cast members, the three, were really good. The girl uh, who played the 10-year-old girl,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, I thought she did a great job. I think it's one of the first things she's done, and so I thought she did a good job. For people who are my age, uh, Allison Hannigan played the mom, and they'll remember her from a show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
2: Oh, that was her.
3: Uh, well, that she didn't play Buffy. She played uh. she played Buffy's friend. Uh, so it was nice to see her in things, because I I can't remember the last time I've seen her in something. I I know she's done some movies here and there. Uh, and then Ben Schwartz
2: was uh, she the mean orphanage lady in Annie? Who Miss Hannigan. <laughs>
3: No, no, that's just your name. Um, <laughs> um, Yeah, and then Ben Schwartz, uh, he's done a lot of things. He's, he's the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, if you saw that movie. If you happen to see, there's, there's been a sh- uh, special, some stand-up stuff called Middle Ditch and Schwartz. He's one of the guys who does that. And I thought he did, he did a pretty good job, too.
1: Yeah, I liked his role.
3: Yeah, some of the other characters, uh, they felt not very fleshed out to me. Yeah they felt
1: like we the hunter guy we don't even know like what his problem with squirrels was like
3: I yeah yeah i have that under subplots. subplot so there's an animal control person named miller and he has something against squirrels and so he has to run around trying to catch squirrels which i think animal control would probably do more than that but but he's just running around shooting tranquilizers at any living thing, which I think would be pretty illegal.
1: Yeah, you'd think he'd be in jail. There are no cops in this movie either, like what
3: Yeah, so I found that
1: And nobody cares about the cat. Like he didn't he doesn't care about the cat. That's literally is just like ripping him up. Yeah. He just goes after the squirrel after a cat like just like <laughs> oh
2: it's
3: so, yeah, bringing up the cat, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was the animation. So what would you think of the squirrel, Ulysses?
2: I liked his animation. I thought the squirrel's animation was good. I really didn't like the cat's animation. The cat's
1: an- the cat it just didn't look like, like it like, belonged. It looks like a real cat sometimes, and other times it looks like it was just, like, this Photoshopped mess.
3: <laughs> yeah, totally agree. I thought... I thought the squirrel was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked really yeah, good. It yeah, looked,
1: it looked like a really good I, squirrel.
3: I totally believed that she had a squirrel. Uh, but that cat, it was, it was just very off. weird. There was something really wrong with it. And I don't know if that was on purpose. I mean, I have to think it may have been on purpose because it just looked so bad.
2: <laughs> it looked like it just didn't belong in that movie. They hyped it. They like hyped it up
1: a bit, and then all of a sudden, you just see like this horrible animated I thought cat. It was gonna be like a cute little cat, but it was just
2: a horrible animated it mess. Did look real?
3: Another subplot that I wrote down was uh, so she makes a sort of next door neighbor friend, who's this boy who's temporarily blind. I've what, never what?
2: heard of that before.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently he has like this thing that where he gets anxious, he becomes temporarily blind.
3: I didn't quite buy it, Yeah, and it seemed like just one of those things that you knew by the end of the movie he was going to be able to see in some miraculous, right when they needed it, he'd be able to see, which, of course, is what happened. So that seemed pretty predictable to me.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, He's, I feel like if it is stress that causes him to not be able to see, I feel like just because of that, I feel like he should have been able to like see sometimes and not be able to see other times. It acts like he's completely blind when it says that he's not. Mm-hmm. So
3: Yeah, that's a good point. Something good about the movie, since we were talking about like, things we didn't <laughs> like. Was there anything good that you liked about
2: it? I like the mom and the dad's relationship. Yeah, the relationship is
1: good. Yeah, yeah. And I by think. good, I mean bad, but <laughs> in a good way.
3: I guess I like the fact that the dad, he had several lines that I thought were really nice that he said it, it wasn't as if he didn't love uh the wife anymore but it was just that well there's something about the he had turned a different direction or something and and some one of the advice in the movie was to turn around and see what you have and i thought that was mm-hmm. nice yeah all right so rating for this show from one to ten.
1: One to ten um
3: are you gonna give it an 8.5 since you say everything no
1: <laughs> i said every game in oh our every
3: house. oh every game in our house gets <laughs> all right so what do you rate this show I would give it a 6.5. 6.5, okay. Linnea, how about you? Uh,
2: yeah, maybe like around a
3: 6. 6, okay. I was going to give it just a straight 5. To me, it's pretty average.
2: Yeah, <laughs> a 6 or a 5.
1: I wanted to be nice, but since all of you guys weren't nice, I'll just say, <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, and it's not that we were not being nice. I just It just was very average. <laughs> Nothing really stuck out. It, it,
2: except for Sadie. Except for
3: Sadie. Sadie <laughs> stuck out. See, I don't even... I didn't even think she stuck out. I thought I thought yeah, her character I was I one of the weaker ones in the
2: yeah, movie. Yeah, I didn't really like that role. I know. I just I just liked that it was Sadie. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> the,
3: yeah, her voice. Yeah, yeah. If you close your eyes and you're a fantasy of an universe, hey, that's Sadie. All right. So there's our quick little mini review of Flora and Ulysses. Now it's time for
2: fortune cookies.
3: All right, fortune cookie time, everyone. Check out your cookie. What do we have this week? Who wants to go first?
2: At the end of each day, think, quotation marks, what has this day brought me, and what have I given it? Question mark, quotation marks.
3: (laughs) Okay. Evan?
2: Courage conquers all things. It even gives
1: strength to the body. Hmm. I mean, that's a true fact. Courage gives strength to the body.
3: And my fortune for the week is beauty will surround you. Open your eyes to see it. Mm. That's a good fortune. I like that fortune. I feel like fortune.
2: you kind of just said that. Mm. Yeah. My lucky numbers are 4, 43, three, thirty-two, thirty-seven, 37, and 6.
1: Oh, my lucky <laughs> numbers are eighteen, forty-five, fifty-one, eight, twenty-one, 51, and 43. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. You can visit our webpage on lunchboxreaction.net. You can find us on Facebook at Lunchbox Reaction. Thanks to my co-host, Linnea. Bye. And Brian. See you next week. See you at the lunch table.
0: When you visit Arizona,
3: time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time.